Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me and for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes. Hormone harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK ladies. Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are.
Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Crime. Up in here, <laughs> up in here. Up in here. I know. How's he? What's it? Well, this is coming out the, what is it? The day before 4th of July. So um, hope you all have your plans, your fireworks ready. Be very careful if you shoot them off yourself. I've seen some crazy accidents. So giving you a PSA right now. Did you buy some? No, I, I know. I, yeah, no, no, no. I always, you know, every 4th of July, I always am the one that makes the big effort to find the fireworks, sit right. in the traffic, you know, whatever. And my family all hates me. And so I'm, I'm just not, I'm not doing it this year. I hear that there's somewhere in the neighborhood that there's a spot you can sort of see them. Okay. So either we'll do that or, you know, they can F off. I don't care. <laughs> we are going to participate in lots of other um, activities. You know, I'm on the 4th of July committee. Yes. Uh-huh. So there's a bike parade, crafts, etc. day drinking, I imagine, and donuts. I mean, what more do you need to say happy birthday to America? So that's about it. I think we're just going to keep it pretty low key. All right. Well, Gretchy was supposed to be out here if you listen to our Patreon, or maybe we mentioned it last time, but she's not coming anymore, um, which is sad, but we've been going through a lot of shit. So I think it's okay. It was just a lot, a lot. you know, I don't, you know, like a lot of traveling, you know? Yes. So we need, we all need some rest. And we were supposed to have every year they do this big 4th of July thing here that we go to. And this year they are not doing it on 4th of July. They're doing it on Saturday on the 1st, which makes no sense to me at all. It's so balls. It's so balls. So Anyways, we are regrouping and we are going on our boat for 4th of July for the first time um, in Texas. So I'm pretty stoked oh, on it, be fun. actually. Yeah, they do um, fireworks on the lake. Fireworks so, on the water are the best. The best. Yes, the best. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm stoked on that. I'm going to need like 5,000 gallons of mosquito spray. I know it. That's oh, the yeah. only thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing about going to Texas is it is they're experiencing extreme heat right now. This is true. Um, we are experiencing it's extreme real hot. Heat. I wouldn't Last know time... because I've been in doctor's offices that are extremely cold. I have to bring a sweatshirt every time I go this oh, week. Yeah, yeah. But but that's what people are telling me that it's extremely hot outside. Well, you know, the last time I've been to Texas a few times in the recent years, but the last time I took my te- my kids was two years ago and they love the stockyards. They, lo- they, t- they want to ride that mechanical bull. I know it's very I mean, they fun. Are, they clearly my children, because you know, I do not say no to a mechanical bull <laughs> no, if it's doesn't. in front of me. No, I don't. <sighs> so, um, you know, we even have one of those inflatables. Yes. You know, on the water. I'm bringing yeah. that by the way to 4th of July. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Good time. Uh Uh-huh. But I cannot... Last time we were there, it was unbearable hotness. 
Yes, and, and you so cannot it's go even to, hotter. Yes, you can't go to stockyards when it's hot. And yeah, that's in Fort so. Worth. So if anybody hasn't gone and done you know, the like whole get, thing, you got to big do it. Uh, the under boob sweat. You know, like I can't. I <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you would have more than under boob sweat. My son was like, I am sweating uncontrollably. Like I haven't sweat like this before, Mom. It's a problem. There's something wrong with me. And I was like, Honey, there's. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. He's like, no, I just was outside and I started sweating. I was like, yeah, it's called humidity and it's hot. So you sweat a little bit more. your pits. It's crazy that they don't get sweaty when you're a kid, but when you're an adult, pit sweat is something you're going to be dealing with until you get whatever Botox or something, whatever people yeah, you can get bo- Yeah, you can get Botox for that. I, that I think freaks it's a me out. very expensive way to, I guess if you have excessive sweating where you're just like, you can't stop it and it's just all over. Um, sure, it's probably that would be a drag. It. But it's so yeah. expensive. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine it, I... putting the money in my pits. I think I'd just, I'd rather yeah, just that sweat That just seems like, I can think of a lot more places I would like those needles to go. That seems painful. Yeah. I mean, it's painful anywhere, honestly. Extra, Extra there. Yeah. So um, are we telling a crime story about 4th of July by any chance? Uh, n- no. Well, no. <laughs> okay. But it does. Fireworks. It's feisty. Firing. I don't know. In America. Oh, well, that's. So there is a tie-in. <laughs> Something. <laughs> You know okay. what? I, I will say, I'm going to look up the crime rate in Japan, but I have the feeling that it is not high at all. Like, it, there's something with the Japanese, um, and I think their calmness and their, like, ability to kind of uh, stay silent in most situations. That is... Um, calmness, yes. you're saying, because it sounded like you said communist. Oh, no, they're not communists. No. <laughs> no. Calmness. Just correcting. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Calmness. Yeah. Yeah. That, Something in the green tea. It's, it's just good for it's you. The Healthy matcha. diet. Dude, we went to it's all that. We went to a matcha making class and she was like, when you usually have tea, it's four hours. It's like, yeah, I can't do that. But that definitely has something to do with it. It's like the meditation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I worked at a sushi bar for years and mm-hmm. one of my favorite things would be is so it was in like a very isn't Montecito, okay? So we call it Montecito. It's like very bougie. fancy, schmancy, bougie, right? So everybody that ate there was fancy. And um the owner's wife was the hostess every night and everyone was like, No, you know, we didn't take reservations. There's only yeah. seven tables. Yeah. And every night these that. people would come in and say no, I need a reservation or I've been waiting too long or whatever. And she monotone every time would say, okay, maybe no. Okay, maybe okay, no. Maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe no. <laughs> and I was like, you cannot argue with that. And you know, and it's just something about her where if I went up to them and said like, okay, okay maybe, maybe no. no. Yeah. They would be like, what, that, 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 that. you know, but with her, they just, they took it. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. So maybe try. Okay, maybe no. To say, okay, maybe no? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, All right. Crime time? Crime time. Okay, I just looked it up, by the way, while we're waiting. Japanese has one of the lowest rates in homicide. They have 0.2% of, ho- or 0.2 homicides 
per 100,000 people. That's compared Mm -hmm. to the United States, who has 5.3. Wait, let's see. Compared to the United States, which recorded a 5.3. Okay, so that's like a huge difference. And then robberies in Japan have a 1.2 per 100,000, where we have an 81.4. Yeah. Yeah. You know why that is? Because when kids be asking their Japanese mamas over there in Japan for new tennis shoes or whatever, their moms are like, okay, maybe no. (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then they're like, you're right. I'm going to, I can live without that stuff. I'm not a materialistic little shit. True. Over here, they ask their moms for something and their mom is like, ask your dad or, you know, like whatever. And they, or the, and the child is free to throw a bitch fit (laughs) about it. And then they get to thinking, I need those. I'm going to grow up and rob someone and get them. Maybe. Mm -hmm. They also have. That's where it starts. Very, very strict laws. I think that (laughs) has something to do with it too. You know, I mean, here, if you steal something, you don't even go to prison. You don't even like go to jail. You don't even have to like, you barely have to just check yourself in and be like, oh yeah, I stole that. And they're like, okay, yeah, go home. Well, and in fairness and be happy with your Louis Vuitton that you took out of my car. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Okay. We digress. Okay. We should follow up on that though. Tab was robbed a minute ago. When am I we'll not catch up on that on, pa- I know. on Patreon? Patreon? Okay. Yes. So go to patreon.com forward slash housewives, a true crime, or follow us. If you listen on Apple at the clink clink club. Okay. All right. Kate tab. Today's case is listener's suggestion from Kim Craven. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kim. And guess what? I do know who gave us our last um, listener suggestion, by the way. I don't want to forget her. Can I tell you really quick? Please, please do. Okay. Susan Graham. Okay. Thank you, Susan, for bringing us last week's case. Um, Better late than never. And you're... You're welcome, Susan, because I guilt the shit out of Tab when she forgets to thank people because I know how much they enjoy it. I know. And she's she's a disco biscuit. So thanks, Susan. Thanks, Susan. All right. On to this okay. week's. If she's still listening because you didn't remember her name last week. She is. She is. I told her I was going to tell everyone about Susan Okay. okay. Good. Good thing. Okay. okay. Okay, this is a globetrotting case, but it begins and ends, just like I told you, in America, actually in the city of freedom, home of the cream cheese, land where everyone knows cheesesteak requires whiz. I'm talking about Philadelphia. I did not know that, by the way. Okay. Okay. Whiz. Whiz. The name is too close. Too close to jizz. Yeah, I know. But it is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> when it's whiz. <laughs> okay. Oh All right, kids. Okay. It was the 1970s. And that's where Disco Biscuit Holly Maddox was living after she graduated from Bryn Mawr University, which is right outside of the city. Holly grew up in Tyler, Texas. Is that close to you? It is. I think. Well, I think it is. I think it's, I think it's East Texas, correct? I don't know. I just remember you took me to that fun Tyler store. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. But um, yeah. And I just imagined it came from that store must have derived out of Tyler, Texas. I'm assuming maybe. I have no idea. Um, I should know this. I do think that um, I'm looking at the geography, but I think it's not far from here. All right. Well, Holly was the oldest of five children. She was both smart and beautiful, which according to her sister was kind of the problem. Back then in Texas, girls were categorized into one or the other, but you couldn't really be both. So that's what led Holly to Philly in the first place. She craved the kind of place it was then, a place where art and philosophy, protests, everything that kind of defines that period of time was happening. So here she was, living the dream, part of the movement, and she meets one Ira Einhorn. She fell for him hook, line, and sinker because he told her she had a beautiful mind. You know, we love that shit tab. Oh, also, Ira was a big deal at the time. And despite him being smelly and not conventionally attractive, Holly was feeling it. The two moved in together after only a couple of weeks. So let me tell you why Ira smelled and was a big deal. Ira actually did use soap on his body, but not his clothes. He liked to wear the stench like it was his trademark. Stop it. Okay. True. True story. Okay. Side note. Speaking of being smelly, Ailish told me about this riddle oil she uses in Hawaii. She says every time she puts it on, everyone tells her how amazing she smells. Yes. And I was like, it's got like pheromones or some shit in it, right? And I'm like, no, it doesn't work. It's just that you're hot, right? (laughs) So let's experiment. (laughs) So did you put it on you? Oh, I doused myself in it. She Um, was like, easy up, okay? (laughs) We went to a a luau. And no one told me I was smelled or looked amazing at all. Oh, gosh. You know, (laughs) maybe it went too much. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Or maybe she's just real hot. She is. She is. She is. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know how Holly could deal with the stench. You know, I once broke it off with a guy because he had bad breath. I just, I, I can't. Right. right. But she did. And I'm sure being the open minded, free spirit, she was, you know, entranced by his cocky intellectualism. I mean, who doesn't love a smart guy that just has the slightest amount of arrogance? Not too much. Just but a, little. a little. Yeah. A little is is hot. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ira, it sounds like, had more than a little. He was a constant, like, pontification of profoundness at the time. He was a force of the counterculture movement, and he was making a living doing it. He was, like, hired by organizations to kind of mediate for them, you know, between the people, the corporations. He testified before Congress about space travel. He read them a poem. He was for it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He worked at universities. He was just this big, smelly deal, you know, that had a following. Sounds like a cult leader almost. It it does sound like a cult leader. Yeah. Yeah. I think he would have loved to have the opportunity to have his own cult. 
His friends say he had this hypnotic way about him. One thing that often comes up when his name is brought up is that he's been called the founder of Earth Day. Um, The deal is that the first Earth Day rally was held in New York City, and 250,000 people flooded the streets, and that is credited with the first EPA Act that was put in place later that year. Ira took the stage at that rally and refused to get off. According to the organizers, that somehow led to him getting credit for founding the first Earth Day rally, but they say, nope, he's just a stage dealer, <laughs> kind of like an appropriator. <gasps> like which, Kanye? Yeah, which uh, no one, none of, you know, Ira's friends like disagree is out of the realm of possibilities for Ira. That would be very typical behavior for him. Mm-hmm. Exactly like Kanye, where it's like, yeah, that it's possible. What's yeah. not possible, right? Yeah. He was full of himself and he didn't think the rules let alone common courtesy applied to him. So this puts Holly in a pickle because she wants to introduce her new beau to her conservative, ex-military, now engineer, Texas living father and family. According to her sister, when they met, Ira committed some hanging offenses. He took seconds before everyone had been served and he put his feet on the table yuck and he probably doesn't even wash those socks oh my god totally i didn't even think about that so gross right okay okay so the meeting did not go well and (laughs) it caused some strain perhaps between all of them. They were still in communication after she headed back to Philly, but you know, like not as much. You know, it's tough when the in-laws don't like your person. So Holly and Ira go on this European adventure together. And you know how it goes. Shit gets real when you travel together, okay? Yeah. From I think both of our experiences, especially in Europe, I recall some tears of exhaustion and frustration with my beloved Fred in Venice. It can happen. It happened. Not good. It, it does. <laughs> it Actually, does, okay. I don't know who goes on vacation. It doesn't happen to. Yeah. Well, Fred and I endured, but Holly and Ira, not so much. She told him to peace the fuck out when they got back. So they get home. She takes off for Fire Island with some pals. Well, the problem was all her shit was still at Ira's. And he was mad at her and threatened that if she didn't come back and get her stuff immediately, he was going to throw it out in the street. Now, by this time, Holly was a 30-year-old lady, so that's probably some good shit, okay? My shit has definitely gotten exponentially more legit every decade. I had a boyfriend take all my shit at 19, and it sucked. But if it happened at 30, oh my God, so much worse, right? Yeah. So Holly... You know, she wants to get her stuff. She manages to calm Ira down enough to buy her a couple days before she went back to Philly and deal with her stuff and his lame ass. And 
that's the last thing anyone would know about what transpired when Holly met with Ira face to face. Holly went MIA after she had told friends that she was going to see Ira. At the time in 1977, especially the free-spirited types that ran in circles with Holly and Ira, people did just kind of drop off and keep it moving. So their friends didn't ask too many questions when Ira told them that Holly had packed her shit and bounced. Mm -hmm. But her family did. Now, remember, things weren't ideal between them and Holly in recent years, but they couldn't imagine she would go this long without getting in touch like holidays birthdays passed you know like stuff like like that you know a lot like yeah yeah so they're distraught and they don't trust ira he told them that she left while he was in the shower and he had no idea where she was or where she was planning on going dude i feel like i feel like that some people say that a lot like oh no i was there but then you know they just left. Oh, yeah. I was in the shower. We had this big fight, broke up, and then... I was in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, probably thinking, like, when did your smelly ass start showering, I you didn't Ira? shower. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's like, no, okay. I don't wash my clothes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. To be specific. Yeah. Okay. So the family notifies the local Philadelphia police about their concerns, and they question Ira about Holly. He told police something like, she left me and Philly, but she said she would call me every week and let me know what's up with her. I mean, so sus, right? But at the time, that was enough for the police. But it wasn't for Holly's family. Ira's version of how Holly had just sort of dropped off just didn't make sense to them. So they hired a private detective. Yes. A legit one a former FBI agent that was now living in Tyler, Texas. Maybe my FBI friend wants to start a PI business with me. Oh my God. I think it's like big money. I'm going to ask him. Yes. He could train me. That's Wendy is my new calling. Okay. Because Wendy said I could become a lawyer still. Oh, I think mostly what, private investigators do is find cheating husbands and we would love to do that i'm down for that (laughs) i am so down for that right yeah and you can pick and choose your assignments yeah okay new fantasy life i am going i am actually gonna i'm gonna contact him (laughs) okay 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 Okay, well, this private investigator took himself to Philly and spoke to Ira and people that knew him and gathered enough evidence for the local police to conduct a search warrant in Ira's apartment. I mean, he probably pulled the whole, like, I'm the former FBI agent. I don't know if that would be working for you. Yeah. Right? No offense. Um, (laughs) but it also helped that they had been receiving complaints from the neighbors that there was a stench coming from Ira's apartment more than his normal stench, along with a brown gooey substance seeping through the walls. So that, along with the evidence that the private investigator presented to the police, including neighbors hearing a woman scream 
and all the accounts that Holly did not have a pattern of just losing touch completely with people, especially since she had lost touch with literally every single person she knew. Mm-hmm. Police went to Ira's to execute a search warrant, okay? So he answered the door naked, which apparently was one of his charming habits. When he wasn't wearing his yeah, smelly clothes, he, he was into himself. being, yeah, he was super into being naked. He had no shame in his game. Ugh. Can you imagine just, that is like a nightmare for me. Just opening your door naked. <laughs> you being naked. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, you wouldn't do it, but I think it'd be sometimes. Opening your front door naked and knock at the door. Yeah. No, I cannot imagine. Oh, my God. I mean, I can't even sleep naked. I don't get it. Okay. Okay. So anyhow, unfortunately, what that search warrant yielded is as awful as you can imagine. Over a year after Holly had gone missing, her mummified body was found in Ira's closet in a steamer trunk with a padlock on it where Ira had tried to conceal it behind boxes. When the detective opened the trunk, he said to Ira, it looks like we found Holly. And Ira said, you found what you found. They also found an overdue library book that was about how to mummify corpses. Oh, my gosh. That is so disgusting. Ah, totally. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language, so I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. 
Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Forensic experts determined Holly's skull had been bashed six times. Ira was arrested and the judge set his bail at $40,000. $40,000 was not a real obstacle for Ira because despite his, you know, winning personality and smelliness, he still had rich friends. One of them was a socialite named Barbara Bronman. Yes, yes, I'm getting to that. Yes, he got out. Okay. Barbara Bronman was married to someone in the Seagram's liquor family. Mm, That sounds like they're still pretty rich. I know, but I was wondering, you know, I'm in such a tequila haze that I don't think anyone drinks Seagram's something anymore. It's that Seagram's vodka. You know? Oh, like they make the vodka wet. too. Yeah. I just remember seven and seven. That was my oh. go-to drink. I felt yeah, so grown they, up when I ordered that. I know that bottle. It's like red, the Seagram's vodka bottle. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm sure they're, you see it in every bar. It's like the, it's like the well vodka. It is the well vodka. Yeah. So okay. I feel like they're just racking in the billions at that. If it's like, if that's the well vodka, every single bar in America has it. Oh my God. You're so right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so this Seagram's lady only had to fork over $4,000, right? At the time to get Ira out. Cause you know how bail works. Like, you know, you only pay the agent 10%. Oh, Okay. Okay. So Ira gets bail. And now guess what he decides to do? What? Flee. Oh, he flees. Well. Flew. Flew away. (laughs) Flew the coop. (laughs) Yeah. Where does he go? Oh, he goes to Europe. Okay. 
Yeah, he does. Okay, I am not sure if they made him surrender his passport or not. I'm sure in the 70s he had connections to just get a fake one, right? right? You know? Yeah. Either way, he took himself to the land of leprechauns, Ireland. Okay. Okay. For Ira's sake, he had enough lucky charms to find a nice little guest house to occupy. He knocked on the door of a physics professor who says Ira was lost when they met. They ended up striking up a convo about physics and smart stuff, and the professor was impressed with Ira's knowledge, and so he offered up his guest house. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Well, let me tell you, mylifeinabook.com is a very unique service. I did it for my mom and my grandmother, and it has been amazing. It basically turns your mom's life stories or your grandmother's or anybody that you think is special in your life into a book. So here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send a question via email to the special person, whoever you choose. You can ask custom questions too, but I just kind of let my life in a book choose what questions to ask. And then your special person like your mom can type their response or they can record their voice. And my life in a book compiles it all in a beautiful keepsake for you. And guess what? They can even create audiobooks. I mean, this is such a unique gift that will last a lifetime for you, your mom, your children, your children's children. It is the best gift you can give. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use our code CLINK at checkout for 10% off. This is an unforgettable gift for you and your mom. Get it today. Use our code CLINK, mylifeinabook.com. Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Rose. 
co slash clink. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash clink. The arrangement was all good with the professor who was unknowingly harboring an international fugitive for a couple weeks. But as it was, the professor and his wife had some family in the USFA and they had a visit on the calendar. So they're like, hey, Ira, we're going to be gone for a minute. Can you, you know, like feed the dog, water the plants? And Ira's like, sure, where are you off to? And they told him, we are going to your hood, Ira. You know, any must-sees, recommendations? <laughs> and Ira was like, I recommend you don't mention my name over there. <laughs> and according to the professor, he was like real agitated when he was telling him that. Uh, Which, that's funny that Ira would use his real name over there. I, for being so smart, I was thinking the same thing. Like, you're so dumb. Yeah. I mean, Ira, not the most Ira common Einhorn. name. No, no. Okay. So the professor dude goes to the States. By the way, he went to Chicago, not even Philadelphia. So I really outed himself. He's so stupid. Okay. Has anybody heard of this guy named Ira? Ira. Right. But he, of course, looks into it when he's over there. Of course. Okay. So he pokes around and he finds out what Ira's deal is when he learned that Ira had jumped bail on murder charges. He was not pleased. I mean, I think the lesson is don't let smelly posers move into your guest house without a background check. Hello. Yeah. You would think he would call the authorities right away so they could apprehend Ira. But maybe he just wanted to make sure his plants were watered for the entire duration of his trip. I don't know. Because instead of making an immediate call, he went home to Ireland faced Ira and told him, you have 20 minutes to evacuate. And I think you know why. Dude, he's got a murder in murdering his house. boy. I, I mean, would think so, he was going to murder me. It's so weak sauce, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Ira managed to go undetected for the next five years. Wow. And then just by happenstance, the professor dude had moved and begun teaching at a university in a different area. And he bumped into Ira, who was on campus visiting friends, now smart enough to be going by an alias. He's going by the name Ben Moore. Okay, that is what I would have. I mean, Ben, John, something like that. Right. Much better. Perfect. Okay, so this time the professor calls the authorities immediately. But Mm -hmm. by the time they got there, Ira was long gone again. His whereabouts were unknown, but the local DA in Philly and everyone else, you know, they know at this point, Ira was alive and well somewhere in Europe. He's just being elusive. And now, you know, he's on Interpol, may or may not arrest him and extradite him anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So the decision was made 13 years after Holly's death to try Ira in the United States in absentia. 
which means to try him without him being present. Okay. The reasoning behind this was because as the years pass, the witnesses become more and more difficult to track down Mm -hmm. and to testify. And you forget. And they forget. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. Right. And at least this way they could get a conviction and hold out hope that if Ira, you know, didn't manage to duck authorities forever, he would go straight to the U.S. slammer when he was found. Yeah. So he was convicted at the abstentia trial. Two women testified that Ira tried to convince them to get rid of a steamer trunk that he had told them was full of top secret Russian documents. <laughs> okay. Okay. Also, they brought in the actual steamer trunk that had served as Holly's coffin for close Mm. to two years. So her family was there. I mean, that must have been unbearable for them to have to see. I hate it. Yeah. So back in 1977, remember, Ira had loads of socialite friends. Yeah. And at first, many were loyal to Ira because he had convinced them that this whole murder thing was like a CIA conspiracy. But when he fled, they began to doubt him. Mm -hmm. And then as the years went by and that 70s haze began to lift, they began to doubt him even more and began thinking, I imagine, it's actually pretty fucked up. I mean, Holly rocked yeah and ira is selfish and disturbed so the woman you know seagram's lady who posted bail for ira originally his old pal barbara dollars that's right i'm sure that was a huge deal to her right okay she notified the u.s authorities that she had reason to believe ira was living in france with a woman named annika barbara was correct miraculously uh, ira had met annika in sweden and she bought into his bullshit because she married his ass and she adored him i mean puke i just say miraculously because it's kind of like Madoff. It's like, or not Madoff. What's his name? Thin-lipped, red-haired guy. Oh, Murdoch. Murdoch. I just can't believe these women fuck these men. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be something appealing to him. I wonder, maybe he started taking a shower. Maybe he's like, that was not. I know. I don't. I don't think so. Oh, he didn't. I don't think so. Okay. Oh no. I mean, like he did shower. He just didn't wash his clothes. I can't. It, I think I'd I rather I know, not. I can't. I, I can't. think I don't know. I think I'd rather wash my clothes than and not shower because I could go in the swimming pool. I could go in a lake. I could so kind many of options. Get totally. I think I'm. I think I'm with you. I could mm-hmm. use those honey pot wipes <laughs> for real. <laughs> Take them anywhere. Keep it fresh. Okay. So now the Interpol is tracking Annika. Okay, Mm -hmm. And they were alerted when she applied for a French driver's license. So they went to the address she put on the application. And 
It they was, found Ira. It was him. It was it. Yeah, it was him. It wasn't that hard. Okay, so then they hauled him into French jail, fingerprinted him for verification, awaiting extradition. Woohoo! Justice, finally! Yeah. Nope. Lock his nope. ass up. Not so much. You see, France was not agreeable about extraditing no Ira way. on account of him being tried in absentia already. They didn't think that was fair. Oh, because they didn't yeah. think that he had his own defense. Well, oh, yes. And there were actually French defense attorneys coming to Ira's rescue pro bono to stop his extradition. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, but you all got it twisted. Mm-hmm. Okay. While the back and forth was going on for months and months, by the way, they let Ira go home to Annika. So he's not even sitting in jail. Oh, my God. He's, he's at okay. home. Well, then Think. I'd be on the run again if I was Ira. Yeah, he's smart, but not that smart, okay. right? Okay. Thankfully, the U.S. government was willing to stay the course to get justice for Holly, but it took a minute, as in years. It was a whole thing. To appease France, they changed the law in Pennsylvania, which now granted Ira a new trial. Mm. But still... France dragged out the extradition. So the U.S. did something pretty badass, I think. In an effort to stay the course while all the extradition arguments continued back and forth, they wanted to keep tabs. Tab canes. Tabs on on Ira. (laughs) To make sure he didn't flee again. So an FBI agent posing as a book publisher sent Ira an email and began a correspondence, which led to Ira inviting the undercover agent to his home. Agent says it was a real shithole with a leaky roof and Ira's breath was putrid. (laughs) Doesn't brush his teeth. (laughs) No. The agent noted Annika and Ira were clearly in need of the dollars. So this book publishing ruse would probably work. After Ira handed over a manuscript to the agent, uh, he left but kept up the exchange with him about pre-publishing, blah, 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 you know, for the next two years to ensure Ira stayed put in a known location. So Holly's family, by the way, sued Ira and won for $900 million during this time. They knew they would obviously never get a penny, mm-hmm. but they wanted to make certain that Ira could never profit from their Anything. sister's death. Yeah. 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 Sadly, by this time, it had taken such an enormous toll on the Maddox family that Holly's father had taken his own life and their mother died of emphysema two years after his passing. Two years after the agent's initial correspondence with Ira, the agent went back to France to check in on him. And he says Ira was not real pleased with him or stoked on how long it was taking for him to get published. (laughs) He also told him in regards to Holly's siblings suing that he was elated about it. It meant he was worth nearly a billion dollars. I mean, I mean, not really, Ryra, but okay. Yeah. 
he also told he's too much yeah he's too much yeah he also told the agent that he may or may not have done it being murder Mm -hmm. well we know you did but that was that was not the problem I mean, I disagree, Ira. I think that is exactly the problem, right? Yes. So the agent is making small talk with Ira over dinner, and he tells him about his travels to Cuba for a book scouting opportunity. In reality, he was over in Cuba doing some other, you know, badass undercover shit, okay? He's just making conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, Ira tells him according to an article penned by the agent in the Santa Barbara news press, Ira says, Cuba, that's where my attorneys have advised me to go. Uh (laughs) So the agent is like, uh, can you flee? How can you flee to Cuba, Ira? And he says very easily, I'd only have to walk across my garden. The agent says, but don't you have to check in with the cops every few days? And he says, I'd have five days before they knew I was gone. Annika will stay and pretend all is well. Ira also said, I have three sets of surveillance, the local gendarmes, the anti-terrorist squad in Paris, and the federal intelligence agency. That's a quote. Okay. Okay. So this is real concerning, right? Yes. Like, well, like he's, he's already going he's to of, Cuba, actually. He's halfway to Cuba already. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the agent went back to DC and reported Ira had plans to escape to Cuba. And that led to the attorney general calling up France and telling them, you're going to be real embarrassed if he slips through your hands and lands in Cuba. Like, we're just saying, Mm -hmm. okay, it's time to give them up. And so they acted in the way of posting people around Ira's pad, like all kinds of officers. Ira wrote an email to the agent that he still thinks is a book publisher, right? Mm -hmm. And he says, I don't know what happened. Some judge freaked out. No one knows why. So Ira writes an email to the agent that he, you know, still thinks is a book publisher and says, some judge freaked out. No one knows why. The French government is pushing it. There are now eight cars parked outside my house. They have also posted men in the field across from my house. So... Ira's next move to protest his impending extradition was to slit his throat with a dull kitchen knife and then invite the press over to his house and refuse medical attention. Oh, my God. This guy is seriously too much. He's too much. Okay. His desperate plea did not work and Finally, France was done with Ira after his stunt, and they sent him back to the USA. Pennsylvania granted him a new trial like they said they would, and the jury convicted him, thankfully, in 2002. What is so bananas is that the agent says 
that months after Ira's extradition, he received a handwritten letter from him that said, according to Annika, you have just disappeared. When we last talked, you said you would work on getting my book published, like blah, 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 blah. (laughs) So I mean, he's like, he's such an idiot. Yeah, he still hasn't figured it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the agent, you know, wrote like the man who thought he was smarter than everyone else did not even realize he'd been stung. I mean, that's, that's pretty badass, right? Yeah. Okay, so what I could find about what happened to Annika. Yeah. uh, Which is a beautiful name, right? It is. Do you think she knew she, she didn't know she married a murderer? Uh, Yeah, I think she knew. Oh, you do? I think he told her that, you know, it was a U.S. government conspiracy because that, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I mean, eventually she knew, but not when she married him. Yeah. Um, you know that movie reminds me of So I Married an Axe Murder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um she stayed in France. Okay. That's what I could, you know, I couldn't find that much about her. She was 51 at the time. Uh-huh. Well, in 2002, so she could still be alive. I read that it is speculated she went to Denmark at some point. Okay. Where she has wealthy family that lives there. Um, as for Ira, he died in prison in Pennsylvania of natural causes in 2020. Okay. COVID. Okay. So he, I mean, he served 18 years in prison. Um, so, all right. I mean, that that's not long enough, but at least, you know, I hope it sucked, right? Yeah, it probably did. Yeah. As for Holly's siblings, I read that one remains in Tyler, Texas, where Holly is buried, and the others have all moved away, and I'm sorry for their terrible loss, and I mean, you know, thankful they received some bittersweet justice in the end. Yeah. Rest in peace. What an asshole. What an asshole. Interesting, though, right? Yeah. You know, it is kind of Fourth of July E, right? Because it's like kudos, America. Yes, trying with hard. the FBI, the effort, the justice. And all that. You know, yeah. sometimes we fuck up, and sometimes we get it right. Yeah, this time we finally did it. Okay, win one for us. <laughs> okay, <laughs> multiple for Japan. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that was a good one. Thank you, Gretchy, for that. I hope everybody mm, has a very a... safe and um, fun week. If you don't listen to us on Thursdays and you want to give us some support or you need more of our voices, then head to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. Or if you listen on Apple, it's real easy. Just join this clink clink club. You, all you have to do is push subscribe. Um, also, if you listen on Spotify or wherever there is a follow button or a subscribe button, um, so you can get us every single week and not, you don't have to like, you know, look through your phone and be like, what were those girls names again? Those really cool ones. What were they? Tab and Gretch, Housewives of True Crime. So, you know, So make sure you are uh, following so it pops up in your feed every single Monday because it's a good way to start your day. 
and follow us wherever we are all over the place and on YouTube if you want to see our faces. Until Thursday for all you bonus listeners and next Monday for all the rest. Clinkity clink. Clink, clink. <laughs>